But when most people think of marketing, what they're really thinking about is gimmicks. They're yeah. thinking about what is the thing that's going to get me new leads or get me new customers in the door or to sell. But really, marketing is so much more than just offering a gimmick. Marketing is the process of bringing who you are to the market. Welcome to the GrowAbility Podcast, your home for leadership, management, and marketing education, where we teach business and nonprofit leaders how to flourish in life and work. Is your marketing full of gimmicks, or is it built on a comprehensive plan? Today's episode shares the key ingredients for effective marketing. This is the final step in the 12-step GrowAbility model. Here are your hosts, Joshua McLeod and Bernie Anderson. Joshua, today we are finally hitting number 12 that has to do with marketing. Why isn't marketing the first fundamental in the growability model? Yeah, that's a great question, Bernie. When I first started thinking about marketing, I was putting together all these tools. So I sat down with this business owner. His name was Chris, and he, he had run several businesses. And I'm sitting there with Chris, and I'm like, Chris, let me show you this. This is going to change your life here. And Chris looked at me, and he looked at the paper, and he said, you know, Josh, these are some really good gimmicks that you have here. <laughs> and I was like, gimmicks? You know, what do you mean gimmicks? And he's like, well, you know, gimmicks grab people's attention. They get you in the door. It's like a really, really good gimmick. In the back of my mind, I'm like, I hate this word gimmick. Like, what are you talking about? But when most people think of marketing, what they're really thinking about is gimmicks. They're yeah. thinking about what is the thing that's going to get me new leads or get me new customers in the door or to sell. But really, marketing is so much more than just offering a gimmick. Marketing is the process of bringing who you are to the market. You may need to use a gimmick to get people's attentions, depending on the scenario. But if you really think about marketing, I mean, marketing is about telling the story of who you actually are, telling the story of how you actually serve clients, telling the story of your team, telling the story of your culture. But I think, Bernie, the reason why we put marketing as the last item in the GrowAbility tool is because I ran a marketing company for five years. And when I ran that marketing company, what I realized is that it's very difficult to market somebody who doesn't really know who they are and doesn't really know who their customer is and doesn't really think deeply about how their product impacts society or how their product impacts a person's lives. If you go through the entire GrowAbility model, you have to think deeply about all of those things and it just makes marketing so much better, so much more streamlined. So let's get the story right first. And then That's we right. can like build out, you know, how we're going to tell it. That's exactly right. You know, every marketing company typically presents themselves as the silver bullet. It's like if you represent a social media company, then your entire pitch to the entrepreneur is, right. oh, listen, all you need is social media. I mean, if you get your social media taken care of, it's going to get this done. This is, you know, we're going to solve all your problems, social media. If you're a website company, you're mm -hmm. like, hey, all you need is this website. If you're a video company, all you need is this incredible video. Once you have this video, your whole world's going to change. If you're right. advertising, you need to advertise with us. If it's Google yeah. advertising, if it's a billboard, billboards a billboard. all you need. That's, <laughs> that's, that's right. everything that you need. It's really difficult for entrepreneurs to navigate like, oh, what do I actually need? Yeah. Well, let, let me, let me cue it up this way, Joshua. So, um, I'm, I'm 
coming to you as a business owner. I've got a consulting business, but I'm the best kept secret in consultantum, which is terrible because you don't want to be a secret. You don't want to be the best kept secret anywhere. Coach me along here. Like, help me understand what I need to do. So the first thing that you really want to understand is the difference between marketing and sales. Sales is the process of actually communicating with your customer directly. So if I'm having a sales call, I'm talking to a customer one-on-one and I've got to worry about, am I communicating effectively? Am I transferring enthusiasm? Am I transferring confidence? Am I asking for a sale? Do I have a way to follow up with them? Marketing allows your organization to be out there in a market when you can't be on a direct one-on-one conversation with your client. My website is going to have website information at 2 a.m. when I'm asleep. And my logo is going to be on the business card that's sitting on somebody's desk. Marketing makes sales a lot easier. I find out from the website that you're already working with 10 clients that I really respect. So then when I'm in the sales call, I already know that. So marketing does the job for me, getting who you are out into the market. Right. So Bernie, when we create a marketing budget, when GrowAbility helps organizations create a marketing plan for their organization, we use the acronym WEBCASTS, W-E-B-C-A-S-T-S. Okay, so we're not saying like we tell everybody, here's here's what you got to do. You got to have webcasts. No, we're okay. not saying okay. that. We're just okay. using an acronym Okay, because it was the best word out of uh, one <laughs> that actually covered all of the different areas that leaders and business owners should understand about marketing, whether or not they use them. I'll just run through the webcast list real quick, and then we can go through and talk a little bit about each one. Great. Yeah. The W is websites and SEO. The E is events. The mm-hmm. B is brands and photography. The C is CRM technologies. A is advertising and media. S is your social media and publicity. T is team culture. And then the second S is sponsorships and charity. So if I think about marketing, those are all categories that should be on my radar. All of those are tools that a business owner or a nonprofit can use to bring who they are out into the market. So we're talking about how these individual items all come together to tell a comprehensive story. That's correct. That's exactly right. Okay. So in other words, a website is a great way to tell your story. Yeah. Events are great ways to tell your story. Right. Photography, brand, they're great ways to tell your story. A customer relationship manager or CRM, this is how you tell your customer story or learn your customer story. Advertising is a great way to tell your story. Social media and publicity is a great way to tell your story. Your team culture is a great way to build your team so they can go tell the story. And then sponsorships and charity, the things that you believe in, they're also a really great way to tell your story. Yeah. Walk me through how to do that, starting with my website. In our day and age, having a website is kind of fundamental. There's several things that are really important when you consider a website. The first thing that you need is your website name. If I'm Bob's Jeans, I need to own that name, yeah. bobsjeans.com. In our day and age, 
there are so many people with websites that actually owning the domain bobsjeans.com yeah. is really difficult to actually find that. But you can actually own the name on the internet for your business simply by registering that with one of the domain registry companies. And, and it only costs like 10 bucks a year to own that name once you get it. It's like your yeah. address. If I have my address on the street, that's where my building is. Well, your domain name is your address on the internet where your website is going to be. The next thing I have to do is I have to pay for hosting that website. Hosting is simply like paying the rent on that building where I have to pay a monthly fee to make sure that my website is live. Because if I don't pay my hosting fee, then they're going to just shut it down and not allow people to visit my website. Your hosting is going to be anywhere from like $10 to multiple hundred dollars a month, depending on how huge your website is and the security needs that you have and different things like that. And then I have my website programming and I have my website design and I have my website copy. So when I'm thinking about my website, Hey, I've got to have the domain, I've got to have hosting, I've got to have design, I've got to have web programming, and I've got to have copy. Those are all costs that, as a business owner, I've got to think about paying for all of those on a monthly, quarterly, or you know, annual basis. The number one thing to understand about a website is every page on your website needs to solve a problem. Google is in the problem-solving business. So when you create a website, in the back of your mind, you've really got to think like, hey, how do I solve problems on this web page? And then I also want to ask, like, is this something that people are going to know, like, and trust me? So if I if I create a web page for fall fashion shoes, I got to make sure that they like me, that they know that we're a good brand leader for fall fashion shoes, and then that they trust that we're actually going to get it to them on time and there's shipping and the website is secure. Like I like the the idea of no like and trust actually kind of carries through all of these though, doesn't it? Like I know, I like, I trust, there's consistency. Um, I, I love that. Yeah. Another really important consideration about a website is that it's responsive. There's tons of business owners that still have these websites that look horrible on a phone. And like 60% of web traffic now is on your phone. If you build a website, it needs to look good on a screen. That's, that's important on your desktop. But it also needs to look great on a tablet or a phone. And not just one phone, but like 100 different styles of phones. So I want to, as a business owner, I've got to invest in making sure that my website looks good across multiple devices. What a website does is a website tells the big story of who you are and what you do. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Websites are critical. Talk to me a little bit about events. How do I use events to tell my story? Events are going to vary depending on your organization. There's a hundred different things. If you're a nonprofit organization, you might have one big fundraising dinner if you are, you know, a tech company, you might send your team to like quarterly training to stay current on the latest technology. Events are simply places where you get your friends and family and customers and anybody that you can together to celebrate the cool things that are happening in your organization. Events are special. You can tell when an organization really cares about 
their people by how careful they are about planning their events. Yeah, I worked with a client who was a surgeon in the community. They had a yearly football party and they got all these other doctors and stuff to come to this football party. And it became like the biggest thing. It's like the biggest event ever. It's this big party. Well, he just wanted to develop relationships and share community and celebrate the goodwill that happens out of a, a really solid event is is kind of it's hard to it's hard to encapsulate. It's just really, really cool. I love it. I love it. Websites W E events. B is for brand and photography. Brand and photography is one of those things that I find that organizations want to skimp on. Yeah. But actually, this is something you want to put into the budget and think very carefully about, isn't it? I've kind of changed my opinion on this a lot over the years because I used to say to uh, uh, somebody that wanted to start a business like, okay, first thing you got to do is build a brand. You need a logo. You need a business card. You need some photos. You need to show like what you're going to do if you're going to start a business. Now I say, first thing you need to do if you're going to start a business is get five customers. And once you get five customers, get 50 customers. Mm -hmm. Before you have 50 customers, you don't really have a business. You have an idea. But if I've got 50 people that are going to buy my product, whether or not I look cool, whether there's a logo, whether there's a website, whether there's an anything, if I've got 50 people that are just going to invest in my company regardless, I've got a good business. I've got something that's actually going to work. I've got something that people are going to want. Once I have 50 customers, it is so fundamental now that I build a brand so that I can become recognized in the market. A brand is how you make someone feel. So Mm. when I go to your website, how does this make me feel? My clothes that I'm wearing is my brand. Right. When somebody is in my store, the way that your store is aligned the the lighting in your store yeah. Yeah. all of this is your brand how do you make people feel in that equation of this is how i make people feel photography is paramount right right back in the day if you wanted to learn about something you read words well exactly. now whether it's a newspaper or a website or a television now we look at pictures to get mm-hmm. the main news and then the words help to clarify If you want to make sure that your organization is branded well, you fundamentally want to make sure that it is photographed well. Yeah, yeah. Um, The C in webcast, CRM, what what is that? Yeah, so your CRM is your customer relationship manager. Customer relationship manager is a technology that allows you to keep important data about your customers. It sure would be nice if we all had photographic memories and we remembered exactly (laughs) what every customer that ever bought from us, why they bought and what they bought. If you don't have a photographic memory, then you can use a customer relationship software or a customer relationship tool to help you remember really important facts and information about your clients. Salesforce is a customer relationship manager. There's like Nutshell, there's there's all these different customer relationship tools that are out there. You can use Excel or Google Sheet or something like that to like track important data if you don't have if you don't have tons and tons of people. But a CRM for a lot of companies is really an important step in just being able to keep track of important customer information. 
we think of marketing as being like a creative thing. Like I'm going to like draw logos and make pictures and all that. But actually marketing also has everything to do with making sure that you're capturing the information and storing the information in the right place. And, and so that you can recall it at the right time. CRM is critical. So webcasts is website events. B is for brand and photography. C is for CRM. A is for advertising and media. Talk to us a little bit about the advertising and media piece. Right. There's two kinds of advertising that are actually out in the market right now. So one is we have what's called inbound advertising. The other is what we what you would call outbound advertising. Outbound advertising is kind of what you think of as traditional advertising, a radio spot, a television <laughs> spot, a billboard. Inbound advertising... Google AdWords is an example of inbound advertising where if somebody types, you know, cat food near me, then you can actually buy the Google AdWord for cat food by me. And whenever anybody types that in Google, you'll see the first couple things that pop up. They say ad right next to them. That means when you click on that ad, you're paying them like 25 cents or whatever so that they, you know, you go to their website. Okay, so we have advertising, inbound and outbound advertising. S is social and publicity. That would be a podcast, right? So if you're the kind of business that can create entertaining content, it will allow people to know, like, and trust you in the medium that they're already on. Social and publicity are things that are free. So a podcast is free. Right. But what ends up happening is I actually have to create the content and I have to pay for the production. Right. It doesn't make sense a lot of times for the plumber to like Mm -hmm. create great social media content, how to like fix this specific flange on the specific commode. That's like, there's people out there that need to know that, but that's not really going to work as a social media marketing budget. You really want to figure out like, Hey, what exactly is an appropriate spend for us in social media? Yeah, no, that's good. Let's do the last two together here. So we've got T is team culture. And then the final S is sponsorships and charity. Yeah. The most important spend that you can spend in marketing is spending on your team. How you treat your team is going to directly impact how your team treats your customers. Yeah. Like if if our office is just terrible, If it's like cold and, you know, run down and there's no beauty anywhere in the office, if a client walks into my office, we might think, oh, they think we're saving money. What happens is, is the client walks into your office and they're like, wow, you don't care anything about your own team. As a mission for the organization and something that has become really important in today's day and age is showing what you love by what you support. If an organization in today's day and age doesn't do any charity, doesn't have any sponsorships, doesn't do any community development, they're going to get replaced by the organization that does. Clients are a lot more concerned with not only what you sell, but who you are. So as an organization, the final step in your marketing budget is to make sure that you have a budget set aside to doing sponsorships and charity. And then you share that with your community, let them know what you're into, let them know what you're supporting. And then people who support the same things that you support, it'll bring more customers to, to your door. Wow. We have covered a lot 
I, I think we're going to close this out. And we want you to remember that you're doing better than you think and you have more potential than you know. And we thank you for growing today with Growability. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Growability Podcast. The mission of Growability is to equip leaders to flourish in their life and work by developing vision, rhythm, and community. To discover more ways to flourish in your life and work, visit growability.com and speak with a certified growability coach. Bernie and Joshua are also available for speaking engagements, workshops, and conferences. Subscribing to this podcast helps growability equip leaders throughout the world, and we appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for growing with Growability.